0: Zach Efron, he checked. Why doesn't Zach Efron sing anymore? He only acts. Because he didn't uh, he never sang. He never sang. It was uh, someone else that it cover for him. That oh. wasn't him? No. It has for musical. Wasn't him. We were so impressed with that. We were doing like the oh and I checked. That was a thousand percent a lie. I believed it. She, we thought that she said it with conviction. We were like, this is the best Zach Efron he check we've ever done because we checked in with somebody. And that was, by the way, that was just a girl after, uh, I think, St. Lucia or something. It was after um, St. Lucia, right. Quite possibly the only girl we talked to the entire time. What or a the girl call.
1: that's told you uh, Taylor Swift sucks or fuck Taylor Swift and then like angrily stomped away.
0: Yes, I actually. Uh, this isn't surprising. I had I probably had the most haters uh, on on the weekend. But yeah, that girl said that uh, Zac Efron had all his shit dubbed. He had it dubbed in High School Musical One, but then he sang in High School Musical Two and Three, and he was in Hairspray. So uh, uh,
1: educational, Zac Efron heat check. Uh,
0: that Come out girl. Of that girl went to Lollapalooza with a plan in mind. She was like, I am going to very confidently
1: to besmirch Zac Efron's name.
0: Right. I'm just going to see what I can do to kind of sprinkle in some Zac Efron hate. Um, so we
1: are home from Lollapalooza, by the way, everybody. We're, uh, this is the uh, recap. This is the
0: Monday episode on a Tuesday. Right.
1: So it took us exactly one Monday episode to fuck up that plan. Yeah, we, and we should have known that, that was
0: coming based on us having full days
1: you seem like you're struggling right now i'm um you seem low energy i've got
0: oh god fuck the, well the time we did the uh, podcast with buck i was extremely low energy right. and you i had to over. edit that one and went yeah right and as i was editing it i was i wanted to die I was like, and your
1: voice is also kind of shot
0: um yes i've actually got right now the um when Phoebe's sick and friends And she and wants she, to stay sick. And she can sit. Yeah, yeah, like I was like,
1: Do you want what? this voice?
0: I did a little I was when I drive around I do do a little singing, you know, I'm I'm a singing in the car kind of guy. And I was like, oh fuck. I need to cut an album within the next like
1: <laughs> thirty hours. <seconds>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is my this is my only chance. Um but yeah, I mean we're dead. That that killed us. But we I
1: don't know, we We did it right.
0: Yes. Uh the best part was Um one of our friends was saying they were surprised that we didn't go out on the last night. So the last night of the festival, our last night in Chicago, we just walked back and like drank some beers at a bar and then went to bed to bed. It was like very (laughs) relaxed. And uh they were saying that's surprising. You'd think that like you'd go out with a bang on the the last night. And we did our go out with a bang on uh the second to last morning we did for, for some reason we chose uh,
1: Saturday morning to be our drunk maniacal. Drunkest well, that, that, that's when we went to the Cubs game and yes. uh, that was awesome. Thanks to uh, SeatGeek, by the way, for hooking us up with the Cubs tickets and, um, That was awesome, but we didn't, like, sit down. So I didn't realize that the the bleachers at Wrigley Field are general admission. Uh, So we arrived to the game somewhat late. Yes. uh, And so we were just, like, standing around and kind of not paying attention to the game. And we were just drinking like animals. Yes. I
0: love the vibe from Cubs fans. They're hurt. They're... um it's a lot like when, uh, like the pre Red Sox, yeah, like so, like two thousand three, when they're like this team's sick, but it's obviously not going to win a World Series, <laughs> and we're really sad about it. But like, there's such fans there. Um, I act. We ran into two of my friends there, which is the Weirdest smallest thing the world thing in the world because I have like three friends, <laughs> and two of them were already there, uh, you and Brian, and uh, they. They were like pretty girls in their twenties, and they were trying to get to like ask people to make room for them, and they were like, "No, yeah, they were <laughs> like, no,
1: like, uh, we don't care how many are there and she was like, two. yeah, and she She's like, like too many, two, one, one too many. you can sit, maybe, we'll <laughs> think about it, but if you have one more, no chance so uh that's a, a throwback that I did
0: not think existed anymore, right not that like all sports fans were at least happy go lucky. But, uh, yeah, just deep down, Cubs fans are a little hurt. But we did see Wade Miley
1: almost throw a no-hitter. no-hitter. Which is fucking incredible. So we were fucking pumped just hearing that Wade Miley was pitching because if anybody knows me, they know <laughs> I have a weird obsession with Wade Wade Miley that dates back to last season when he was on the Red Sox. Um, and uh, so we were pumped just to hear that. And then he almost threw a no-hitter. And that would have been, like, the most incredible thing in the world, like the world's biggest Wade Miley fan right. sees him throw a no-hitter uh, in a city that I don't live in and did not go to to watch Wade Miley To watch Miley Wade pitch. Miley. Um, so I thought like uh, a weird thing that happened was I was like, I told them, we had Mariners fans next to us and I was like, I love Wade Miley and they were like, why? Which <laughs> is like, I guess, I guess that's a pretty uh, pretty fair response to, to that statement. But you... I, I was expecting them more to be like cool, nice, and they were like, "Why he's not good?" <laughs> and I just felt like a dickhead.
0: Mariners fans were uh, awesome. I think the Cubs fans were. Uh, I could identify most with Cubs fans because I, I was a Red Sox fan growing
1: up. And you're but, just unhappy.
0: Yeah, I was just yeah, exactly. As as miserable people, um, Mariners fans were just like. They were kind of badasses. They were getting after it. They were they were doing weird shit. So
1: yeah, well, they were dicks to me. So fuck Mariners fans. Yeah.
0: So uh, the reason we were so drunk on Saturday morning is because um, we had dormant buzzes, and we coined like nine or twenty terms over the course of the weekend, and I think that we were all uh, pretty fucking proud of them. So a dormant buzz is. When you wake up still drunk and you don't realize that you're still drunk because you don't feel hungover yet. And then once you have another drink,
1: you pick up where you left off and you're totally reactivated. Um, so apparently that, that – so we thought that we, like, coined that and well, then we so went that's, to the brunch place. It and is th- a fun
0: – it's a phenomenon. It's a, it's a thing. But I don't think it had
1: been called that. Right, and and I don't think that people realize it as much as they should.
0: Right. Well, yeah, the brunch place, it's set on the menu. It's like, the shampoo effect is when you, and it said all the thing, but it didn't use cool words like reactivate. It didn't use dormant. Dormant in general. Yeah, I don't like the
1: shampoo effect. I like the dormant buzz. Right.
0: Uh, What else? Uh, It's more like the dormant drunk. Yeah, (laughs) Right. Uh well you you had one when we were flying you you landed in Chicago way before us so you were just drinking and then we got off and we had to move around for a while so you had these beers in you but you weren't like buzzed anymore per se right I was a f-
1: very functional and then I had one sip of alcohol when we got in Chicago and I was like well it's back. fire that <laughs> shit back up
0: it's that back. was um also so this is going to be a pretty unapologetic uh podcast we were like boizing very
1: very hard. Over the course of the weekend, we got yeah. It was very. Uh, I wouldn't say it was like broy, but not we, not broy. You just like, like, we were just dudes being dudes. I think it was you
0: <laughs> that said it was the like the greatest sleepover ever. That was, was like Brian. Oh, it was Brian. Brian. Said okay, that. so it was like a four day sleepover, and like we're talking sneaking beers, giggling, <laughs> uh, staying up way past midnight. It was pretty much everything you could ask for
1: um we shotgunned beers in the hotel room
0: we shotgunned beers in the hotel room after deciding that we weren't going out right
1: is that we were staying in so the (laughs) option so the option was we can go out and meet girls that was right yeah that wanted to to hang out with us or it was we can just hang in the hotel room and drink as many beers as we can
0: yeah we didn't like talk shit about the girls but we were like i think we talked shit about the idea we're like, what, like, are we going to go out and meet, like, meet up with with girls right now? <laughs> and I thought it was a kind of hilarious thing. Like, like w- that's This is not what
1: we're here for.
0: But on the subject of uh, boys, Saturday was like a lethal day inside the festival. So, like, Cubs wasn't very uh, Saturdays are for the boys oriented. Uh, but there were two things that owned Lollapalooza. One was Harambe, and we'll get to him. We're, we actually have a Harambe heat check uh the other is Saturdays are for the boys the camaraderie between every male in there on saturday and that like hundreds of thousands of of people right so it was it was insane like like strangers doing like weird shit we, a guy saw me uh i was like pouring a beer into my mouth like with like maybe like distance three inches of air yeah like not much and uh a kid came over to us and asked if if he could do that with us and he did such a and weird thing just like <laughs> spilled it all over his face and then like ran there was if you yelled harambe or saturdays or for the boys you would get a response you were home free <laughs> actually uh we did something really dumb and we were in the bathroom line uh and you, I don't even know I if think, you were talking. I, to me. No, I think
1: the I think what we the dumb thing was that the, the pouring the beer on it, the face, just, it, was, it was just after that, right? And I was looking at the picture.
0: Oh, and I was okay. like,
1: we are so fucking stupid. Yeah, and the dude in front of us turned around and was like, "It's all right. It's Saturday." Yeah, and we were like, "Yep, Saturdays for the boys." Uh, And that actually, they were like, oh, you
0: know Saturdays for the Boys? And we were like, we literally know Saturdays are for the Boys. Like, we're friends with the guy who coined that shit. Uh, Which, by the way, like, name-dropping is... uh, I don't name-drop a lot. I, like, I kind of name-drop myself. Like, I... I'll, like, speak very vainly because that's what vain people do. Uh, But I won't be like, so... I was talking to, like whomever and they're like you know dj because they know my name um like i don't do shit like that but i felt i feel that feidelberg is a very acceptable person to name drop
1: well especially when it's in the saturdays for the boys situation right it's uh, like that's a cool thing it's like i the, saturdays for the boys is a legitimate thing now right and so, like so much so that when we were at wrigley field they had a snapchat geo filter that said saturdays are for the boys which, which is like like maybe illegal i was saying <laughs> that i wonder how much money barstool
0: is leaving on the table by not. like i don't know if they've uh copyrighted that or whatever they really fucking should because right. everyone's just stealing that shit now uh so we ended up talking to those guys who were like oh you know uh uh you, like you, you know feidelberg uh do you know the pardon my take guys and we were like oh you listen to pardon my take and they were like yeah and, and this this is what happened like pop culture yeah right yeah like yeah. brunch like part my take is insane brunch i mean a lot of people were like the, they're the bad boys of podcasting, yeah. or whatever. But they're fucking insane. They're that's so good. A, that's awesome. Yeah. they should. Their monologues yeah. are so fucking. Yeah. Awesome. In exactly. rush boys. Well, like exactly in he checks on brunch oh are insane. The they're PR. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. So funny. Yeah. One on one. Oh my god. Brunch probably better than. Probably Promo, take, yeah. But yeah. But they are. There's only two podcasts listening. That's awesome. Yeah. Brunch so, and my take. Do you guys work for them? Uh, no, well, we know Feidelberg who uh, works for Bar and, um, we, I don't know, the, the, the brunch guys are, they're kind of unattainable, you know, like, they yeah. you can't <laughs> touch them. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's like hard. someone saying they know Obama, you know, yeah. Yeah. um. So par for the course, I would say, um, getting compared to Obama, uh, those guys definitely not knowing a fucking thing about us, but <laughs> thinking that brunch must be enough of a thing that they have to act like they know about it, right. It's like, like, the you mouse trapped them really hard, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, just the fact that when they brought up Mount Rushmore's and we brought up uh Zac Efron Heat Check, their reaction was, Oh, oh my god, god. like, <laughs> oh, it's I my know. favorite thing in the world, I know, yeah oh. Yeah, that
1: was uh, that was amazing. Um,
0: those guys. I mean, everybody like, was nice there,
1: right? Yeah, like except for the dude. There was one dude uh, at the Heim show who this I get dogged prob- at I, Heim shows a lot, which pisses me off because you're the world's biggest Heim like, fan. I'm supposed to be there, and you probably aren't, <laughs> right? And uh, so everybody was nice, but one guy at the Heim show uh, made. You take off your sun hat because he said that it was blocking the view of everyone there.
0: Everyone. Everyone. And
1: there was like 200,000 people there. And this hat was not ridiculous. And he was tall. Right. And I'm not tall. He was. I think maybe he was speaking for some people. But he was
0: speaking uh, maybe for like some. So he was probably trying to spit game. Um, to help girls, to help girls. What something. an idiot! But they're <laughs> like
1: Saturdays for the boys.
0: right? Exactly. Ugh, what a douche. Um, I actually it sucked because he was pulling a nice guy move, and I wanted to talk to him after and just like be like, be like I know that you're trying to be nice, but just a heads up, everyone as you do that is like, oh, that guy's a tool, and bro. I shouldn't be the non-tool when I'm wearing the fucking big ass like
1: wide brimmed hat. I just thought it was funny like the the be- the best way to approach that is obviously to be like hey do you do you mind uh my friends can't see yeah, like or something spots, like that uh, right right or just say like hey uh my friends can't see can they stand in front of you like can you move back a little bit yeah. Like we would certainly move back a row right. if this dude if they, like these people can't see. To but which to be I like, would Bro, take off that stupid hat. Nobody here can see. But None I sh- of these two hundred thousand
0: people can see. It sucks that we weren't really dicks to anybody. We were dicks, uh
1: we were f- kind of dicks to those two people that we secretly <laughs> recorded.
0: Oh yeah. And also we were dicks to uh there was a guy wearing a Ladanian Tomlinson jersey. Oh and yeah, we that like, was a huge dick move. That's that that jersey's fucking horrible. So I started to tweet uh, like worst jersey of the weekend goes or worst outfit of the weekend goes to the dude wearing a Ladanian Tomlinson jersey. And you were like, it would be funny if you you got a picture. And I was like, yes. So, <laughs> but we did like a friendly picture thing instead of like a, right.
1: You were like I'm a Chargers fan. I can which I, I a- wasn't
0: lying. I'm a. I, I would consider myself a Chargers fan.
1: A, you're stupid. Uh, so you you suckered him into taking a picture with you just so that you could make fun of him on Twitter. Uh, did you replace his face when you tweeted that? I didn't see. Uh,
0: there was some talk of the um, of a crying Jordan thing, uh, but uh, one of my friends said. It would be way funnier if you left his face on there after being nice about it. Uh, Did you do it? Yes, I took your (laughs) advice and left his face on there. Nice. You were the one who said, I I suggested a crying Jordan, and you were like, no, it's way meaner and funnier. (laughs) Well, it is way meaner. (laughs) He's he's smiling and everything, too. Uh, Classic. Um, You... uh, Pushed hard for people not saying "getting drunk" anymore. Uh, you right. said they should say "turning drunk," and I'm on board.
1: Yeah, I think "turning drunk" is way funnier to say than "I'm getting drunk"
0: because it "turning drunk" makes it sound like uh, an issue, and <laughs> "getting drunk" makes it sound like uh, like I'm gonna go do this thing. But if it's like, oh, did you hear about Pete? He turned he, drunk last he, night. <laughs> he turned drunk. It was
1: well, like 7:15. Yeah, right. It's like you, you like. Caught a disease or something. Right. And, and, and like being like, oh, I'm going to get wasted tonight. It's like such a like douchey thing to say. Like, if you're, if you want to sound like you're not a tool bag, right. You could be like, yo, let's turn drunk. Let's turn drunk. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of the term uh, overserved for
0: that reason as well, because it makes it sound like it's somebody else's fault. Right. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, like it, I was overserved. Yeah. It's like, oh, what where did you go who <laughs> i got I pissed my pants because I was overserved it is that person's fault right exactly exactly uh, yeah, I like turning drunk um another phrase that we had coined was uh having a come
0: <laughs> uh so I wrote down
1: taking oh, a come that was a that was
0: a bad, and you said that's poor phrasing right you, it can't be taking a come because that means something else. At which point, well, it could be that just made else. me think, then you definitely have to call it taking a cum. <laughs> and then if people want you to explain it, then you can. And if not, then whatever. Um, this was based in you saying that uh, peeing is better than sex because you never feel like if you don't have sex this, like within the next minute, you're going to die, right. that, or, or you don't feel like if I don't come in the next minute, <laughs> right. I'm gonna die. That is. Um, so we did a field recording of this, but it was so sloppy
1: that it's... And, uh, and uh, shocking, shockingly, I had just gone pee. Right. Like, that's how this is discovered. Like, I, I have a dainty bladder, and everybody found that out this weekend. I, I don't, I... You got dogged
0: for that, and I, I feel that you didn't deserve to be dogged for it.
1: Well, I mean, we were drinking all day. Right. What, what do you think is going to happen?
0: Right, Like, so you know what I am? And uh, I don't
1: like being uncomfortable.
0: Yes. Right, and so that's that was your comeback a lot. We were with uh, two other friends, and uh, one of them inevitably would dog you for uh, your shitty bladder, which I would have been like, first of all... I, I've got a small everything, man. Like like you've seen the arms, and that's it. Okay,
1: got a right, big My bladder as well. is proportional to my body.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, you do. You did what I do when people dog me for like doing my hair or uh, basically like not man, man card offenses. Right. Yeah. Like when someone gives me a man card offense, it's like. Oh right, I get like we were saying with the ironing shirts. Like oh, I guess I'll wear a wrinkled shirt, dick,
1: like, right, yeah. <laughs> idiot. It's like yeah, cool tough guy, sick wrinkled shirt, right, or yeah. like cool tough guy, you can hold your pee longer <laughs> than me, <laughs> awesome. That guy fucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, that I th- I think that that's a good take, and we we use the word take a lot. We this weekend. were throwing takes around like, <laughs> yeah, we were dropping hard teas, uh pretty much. <laughs> through Throughout the festival, I, I so I'm going to stand by that one. We had a lot of drunk takes. I'm going to stand by that uh, that releasing a pee is more satisfactory than releasing a cum.
0: Yes, like you're you're not you're not driving home and like <laughs> I I'm going to run a red light so I can <laughs> come. <laughs> Although that
1: would be hilarious, amazing, if that did <laughs> right? Ex- did exist like it's like somebody sprinting through a like music festival, <laughs> being like, "What's wrong?" Is that- I gotta go. Come.
0: So you know what? This is gonna be. I don't use puns a lot, but I'm just gonna coin something right now. Um, if someone uh, the sensation where you're anxious or angry or what whatever because you have to come really badly uh <laughs> is known as uh being uncomfortable <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> right <laughs> tr- that is why awesome. is that dude
1: over there acting so weird uh, he's, he's either he's either got to take a piss or he's uncomfortable <laughs> uh by the way uh if there was any place where you would see people running to have to out of necessity, release a come, uh, Blalapalooza would be a good candidate because there were, although we didn't talk to any of them, yeah, there were a lot of good looking girls there. Yes, that's obviously there was like 200,000 people, right. obviously, there was a lot of good looking girls there, but right. I think that they don't let ugly people in Chicago, and we had said that this on the is first podcast. yes, this is a, a true thing.
0: Um, we actually even, on the subject of takes, we even
1: had, like, girls' clothes takes. We were actually, like, talking to, like, we were guys talking about girls. So we had, so we we made a big deal of outfit palooza, Right. Which, uh, like, everybody else was on the same page. Right. There, the whole place was outfits. Yeah. And, like, and nobody showed up looking like a normal person because then you're, they're just like an asshole and they stand out.
0: I Yeah. I love, um... I just love, like, fucking dressing up. And whether that's rocking a cool suit or fucking doing doing whatever, dressing to the nines. I, I mean, I love Halloween for that reason. Just, like, coming up with cool-looking shit. We, as we said uh, on the last one, we brought a million fucking items and accessories and everything. And it was... I'm so glad we did that because if we didn't we would have been fucking chumps because everyone there had either like harambe shit or they had like a lot of cool homemade stuff. Uh girls were wearing a lot of basketball jerseys which um shocker I'm yeah. into that. Uh, they
1: wear them as dresses. Yes. which is a pretty cool look.
0: Yes. Um I think I don't know if it's on this podcast or just on Twitter I think that every girl needs to know that uh wedge heels are ugly. But they should also know
1: that To me, every girl with heels is ugly. Really?
0: You're solely flats. I am oh, five yeah. foot two. <laughs> Can't see him anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um so you're we I don't think we've discussed Zoe Chanel. You must be a huge Zoe Chanel guy, right?
1: Uh yeah, I mean I so I, or is I think she we like have in, in a Taylor it? Swift category right. for it's, you. Yeah, right, she's in that. I like I don't want to have sex with her, even though like I, I would.
0: Oh no! I'm. I think that Zoe Deschanel and that's gr- goals for you. Girls of her ilk are our goals. Like so, Zoe Deschanel is a big flats wearer. Right. Like yeah. I, I don't think you catch her in heels one second in five hundred days of summer.
1: Right. So and maybe just when she went to Prince's party on New Girl. Maybe that was right. The one time.
0: Yeah, as New Girl actually. Uh, they try I think they tried to make her uh, more normal. They tried to make her like sexier than right. she is at times. Um, I think that she's like cute porn, you know
1: right? She's yeah. like right.
0: cute as shit. But anyway, um, where those uh, wedge heels are bad, sneakers and like Jordans on girls are a fucking awesome look. I agree. we saw we saw a lot of those. We saw like the like a
1: jersey and and sneakers look. Also, uh, big festival tendency, uh, no bra, and that is a winner in my book. That's go- why,
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: <laughs> and I, uh, I, we didn't talk to any girls, but I did see uh, a set of boobies at uh, the festival. Yeah, you said that you. Uh, so some girl,
0: you only the- got lost once, or I should say, we all got lost from each other once.
1: Right, and it was, it uh, wasn't was really we- lost. We were in like the same section. I just right. couldn't see you. Yeah. Uh, because I couldn't see over anybody, <laughs> um, so yeah, some girl at the uh, towards the end of one of the days was just straight tits out for the boys.
0: That's hilarious. One uh, girl had a very uh, uh, racy shirt, uh, a race a racially oh, like. cut shirt, and it did have some print on it, and it was uh, tits out for Harambe. Nice. So um, that was great. Uh, is so Harambe. Wouldn't have been able to play at uh La Palooza, a because gone too soon, right? And B because he's top forty now. He is thoroughly like we we discussed that uh, he obviously had his week of fame and then it went away, and everyone in the summer got bored, and now he is the Harambe mainstream now. now. He is the the hottest thing on the planet. Uh, that poor alligator still not getting his shine. As a fan of the Harambe nonsense, is it good that little kids doing Molly
1: are into Harambe? Um, yeah, I, I think so. But it has to stay creative. People are still being creative with it and like Bush did Harambe. Yes. I, right. I, yeah. That kind of stuff is fucking hilarious. And I think uh, a lot of... A lot of it has become stale, where it's just like, rest in peace, Harambe. Right. A lot of the people at Lollapalooza didn't do it justice, but there was a shit ton of it, and some of it was awesome.
0: Yeah, there was one sign I was so bummed. It said in huge letters, gone but not forgotten, and there was a small little Harambe head on there. And I was like, the joke there is to not put Harambe on there at all. To just have a sign that's
1: basically saying... It's explaining your joke.
0: Right, yeah. It's it's like, like, we get it. And it would be so funny if there was a sign that did not reference Harambe that was obviously about Harambe. Because the joke is, the only thing we're talking about here is Harambe. In fact, when uh, Haim uh, did a cover of I Would Die For You by Prince, they said, uh, like, we lost someone very special this year. And someone yelled out Harambe and... They didn't think the thing I yelled out was funny, but I thought it was really
1: good. <laughs> Martin Rickman, who uh, works at Uproxx, my four, former colleague, we met out with him, by the way, side note, awesome dude, uh, oh, I one became, of the best dudes.
0: Yeah, I caught feelings for sure.
1: <laughs> uh, so he was like basically seeking out Harambe people, and he found some fucking awesome ones. Yeah, and
0: he, he didn't have to go far. Um, modern baseball... Dedicated their set to Harambe. Did they? Yeah.
1: That is amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, all we've done the last four days is talk nonsense to right. each other. So I, which is what this podcast is, and I can't decide. I can't tell if we're repeating things, but uh, I'm pretty sure we didn't say this. Harambe Twitter is now like a subgenre of Twitter. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's uh, but it, but at the like same you can, time, like you can tweet something and then why, like you know, like if like you you get uh, something in like rap Twitter or something or like right. basically anti Meek Mill people Twitter.
1: who don't follow you right. will like catch, catch to it, it right. and and interact with it, right? In some so way. Martin
0: like, wound up in Harambe Twitter really? because he tweeted that um, modern baseball dedicated their set to Harambe and it got like five hundred retweets. That's
1: amazing. Uh, I. Found that out as well when I tweeted something about Harambe, I forget what it was. But then, like some Harambe parody accounts followed me.
0: Uh, I don't like Harambe parody accounts,
1: right? It's like it, I don't like any parody accounts, really. Like it, you have to have an amazing parody account to make it worth it, like also, Seinfeld 2000.
0: It's bad enough that we're like kind of making a big joke out of a horrible, horrible thing that happened parody accounts on top of it i have a little class so you know I, I don't think we're, we're trying do. to laugh at this <laughs> poor innocent animal that was murdered and you come around with your parody account but, i think it's like, very lowbrow but
1: i don't think it's i don't think it's a messed up thing at all because now people remember Harambe more than they would oh have. yeah
0: right. i right. mean the good thing that at least like you didn't get to live but kind of everything um he did get to be a big, a massive
1: celebrity. celebrity. A bummer for that that crocodile, that alligator. If I, <laughs> because bummer. bummer because nobody knows that alligator's right. name, and that guy finished the job. For all we know, Harambe could have been a dick, um, right? It's just, and it kind of looks like
0: right. it from that one picture. For for that. a little bit, he dragged a child around. <laughs> right. um, but like, if so, for all we know, Harambe could have been a dick. Obviously, he wasn't. He was an angel, but. Um, He's remembered as one of the like the baddest motherfuckers to ever live now just because of everything that went down, and he now has this awesome reputation. If I were to die tomorrow and people were to be like, you know what? That guy... The argument could be made he was the best podcaster ever, <laughs> which obviously not true. I would fucking take that, though. I would take right. like the ridiculously incorrect memory of me uh, over having to live that much longer,
1: mm. no. I think so not a bad deal for her in me. the end.
0: Another little quick meme check thing, uh, the uh, Arthur fist. Oh, yeah, that came out of nowhere. I, when, I'm completely on board with it.
1: <laughs> That's I, So th- that makes me feel old because I have no idea where that came from, and I just like woke up one day and, uh, after one of the Lollapalooza <laughs> things, and I was scrolling through my Twitter and saw it a million times. I don't understand.
0: Wait, you don't know what, like you didn't watch Arthur?
1: Yeah, I did watch Arthur. Oh, okay, but I My don't heart know. Heart
0: stopped. I was like, "How could you be too young for that?" Shit? No,
1: Arthur was the was the tits. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I just I don't know where that came from. So here's where
0: it came from: a person just zoomed in on a picture of Arthur standing there, and he happened to be to be making a fist. Like this is not a tight fist at all. No, it's he just like right. like he his his arm or his hand is just kind of closed and uh someone said like random but just zoomed on zoomed in on Arthur's fist and i feel like this photo says uh a lot without saying anything and then <laughs> people
1: started using it i i think i know what the the actual screen screen cap is from like it's i think there's like a something happened with like dw or something like that and Oh, and really? The, right, like, yeah. Someone definitely must have... So it looked, like, it looked like... It's like, uh, is Arthur going to hit DW? Get ready clock his right. sister? I was confused. I was caught off guard. Like, you never see the memes coming. Right. Which is what makes them hilarious. Like, Dat Boy didn't have, yeah. like, a long shelf life, because I feel like that's, like, pretty much over. Right. But I thought Dat Boy was hilarious.
0: I actually almost got a shirt for this weekend. Uh, it was... Um, a tank and it was the et cover and uh it said db uh and then underneath it dat boy and then where it normally would have had whatever the tagline of the et movie poster it just said oh shit what up
1: <laughs> that's awesome uh it'll be a damn shame if dat boy doesn't last long enough to become a hilarious halloween costume this year oh because yeah because that will be a hilarious halloween costume and uh I want to see someone do it so I can yell, oh shit, what up? I
0: think that uh, I'm on board with any meme as long as it lasts long enough. I think it's like a shame when something lasts. I mean, a week is nothing. Like, it needs to last going on six plus months. Like,
1: it needs to last long enough that, like, lame ass people are like, fuck this, why are we still doing this? Right. Like, Harambe, it's right. they're, they're, that is so old. And so, like, people who are not hip to Harambe are like, why are you still talking about this gorilla that died two months ago? And it's like, you don't get it. Right. That's, so, it's, it's nice to, like, throw that in somebody's face to be like, you just don't get it.
0: Uh, crying Jordan is kind of dying down right now, sneakily low key. But I think it's, it's maybe just because there's a lull in sports right now.
1: That's yeah. I think that crying Jordan is not going anywhere. I would hate for crying Jordan to go anywhere. I am the and yeah. people who uh, so people keep trying to make like a new like this is the new crying Jordan. Right. There will never be a new crying Jordan.
0: Right. And the best part about that, of course, is who the fuck do you think you are? Making like deciding who makes the new crying Jordan, right? You deserve you every you crying
1: Jordan that you get in response to you, that tweet. You can't decide what is what is and what isn't going to be a meme that you don't have that power. Yeah, it has to be like a group thing.
0: Uh, on the subject of um, kids doing Molly and talking about Harambe and all of the kids that were doing drugs, there, um, old feather in our cap, we were offered drugs um didn't do them of course. I don't think any of us know how to do drugs. Yeah. I don't think so, so really. um but we casually turned them down though. That was the the cool thing. Like, it was like,
1: n- "Nah, we're good. I think right, like, we s- we have we have our drugs." <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Like I said, like one of the guys was like uh
0: he said he liked one of our shirts or something and uh also we we did rack up the compliments. But um He's, we were talking about something on a corner when we were trying to get in, and he was like, by the way, man, I mean, if, if you want it, I've got Molly. And I said something like, uh, like, oh, dude, I'm straight. Like, I, like cool. And yeah. I, I forget what exactly I said, but it was something like that. Like, nah, dude. And afterwards, I was like, <laughs> like that guy totally like I totally thinks we're down.
1: Right. And uh that is actually a huge compliment when somebody uh will just like offer you drugs. When someone like wants to get, like bestow right. their drugs upon you? <laughs> right. Oh, that's It's like I uh it says that um it's the drugs version of hey, have a beer. <laughs> right. And it's like, uh, have a drug. You are cool enough for me to be like, let's party. Right. Let's uh, hang out, and that's a weird thing though, because like, even if, like, if you offer somebody drugs, do you take them with them? Like, or what do, do they just give you the drugs? Like you, I feel like it. Like that, it's a social thing. So, like, oh, well that's when, when you like, give somebody a beer, you don't just like give them a beer and they like go off and drink it. Usually, right? You, they like hang out with you and drink the beer. That's right. So, so like, it, w- if we were to say yes to that guy, yeah, do and like
0: he was with the he was look like a normal dude, right? Uh, yeah
1: like if i did drugs like well like if i did if drugs, i had to do drugs right. yeah if i if i was going to do drugs i wouldn't have a problem doing them with that guy yeah uh but like is that is that expected when um it can't that's be a, at like a lollapalooza like you're not just gonna like be like you hey, stranger let's go wherever you want to go right
0: um we sh- i don't know my drug etiquette knowledge is uh is piss poor right um uh, I think the assumption would be um I think you're allowed to leave. I think right. you're allowed to go do your own thing. Right. I think
1: nope. cuz nobody's going to take Molly and go see uh or the chances that they're going to take Molly and go see a band like that they don't that they don't personally want to see. Yeah. is unlikely.
0: Also uh drug users uh email the podcast <laughs> uh why do you do drugs? I would have been uh, so th- there were a couple of moments during the festival where people were on edge because they didn't really know what was going with uh, going on with a couple different security things. And um, I remember thinking, I was like, could you imagine ha- having to do a drug right
1: now while this is going on? That sounds awful. I, I get it for, like, music festivals. Like, I felt like I was on drugs when St. Lucia was playing. Yes. And, uh, like, I understand it, but... Uh... I don't personally need them.
0: Outfits are my anti-drug. <laughs> uh, our pictures, by the way, were fucking
1: we, crazy. Uh, we destroyed people's Instagram feeds. I was a getting a lot of pictures.
0: I, I was getting that. I was getting that like retweet, text message re, uh, reaction on our like we we'd post pictures and like friends People would, would go like, out of their do way like, to... a text response <laughs> of like the picture you just posted is dope um because brian who came it's with us all brian yeah, right, yeah is incredible at taking pictures and all he wants to do is take good pictures right and all we wanted to do was wear dope outfits
1: so that is a combination <clears throat>
0: we kept taking pictures uh in the middle of the two main stages uh and he would take them from a Low angle. From a low angle. Um, Makes me look taller. Which is very, uh, like, Walter White. Right. And every time you would do that, one of us would probably mention that and, and tell uh, that story, that they used to do that with Walter White. <laughs> and um, they came out fucking amazing. Um, I will say, you had to choose between a Rodman jersey and a Ducks jersey on the last day. I made the right choice. You place. chose right.
1: You yeah. chose right. We did not make a lot of wrong decisions all weekend.
0: Uh, let me think. Um, no, the, the hardest decision, uh, and it wasn't really hard was, uh, missing Chris Stapleton in order to see all of Jack Garrett. And I, I thought Chris Stapleton was like one of the top three people I wanted to see for the weekend, but you always have to like miss people and make sacrifices and everything. And missing Chris Stapleton allowed us to have a dope spot for Houndmouth who we saw twice. And
1: awesome. Uh, uh, we should quickly hit on Houndmouth, um, post Katie. Okay. Thoughts? Uh, I thought that they were very, very, very good still. Uh, but they did, they do miss her. Yes. There are, uh, parts of a lot of their songs where it's like, this was better with Katie.
0: Right. So they added uh, horn section and um and Caleb Hickman, I think, uh from Diane Coffee to replace her. And now they like they rock a lot harder, which is really cool. And like the the most nuts I went outside of Haim, obviously, was uh was like during Sedona and stuff like that. Um but I think they need to continue to pull the band esque moves by adding, like, three female backup singers. Yes, that and would be uh, gigantic. That would be amazing. And it, that that would be something that the band and the, the bands that they're modeled after would do. Um, you also got molested during Houndmouth. I did? Yes. Oh, right. Uh We saw them twice. Right. Yes. The first time. We saw uh, Moo and Houndmouth
1: twice a piece. I got so. molested uh a few times that weekend actually. You
0: got complimentary uh compliment
1: Like I got my dick sucked by the like, compliments from dudes.
0: Right, like a, <laughs> a guy came up to you one time and he was like, "Hey, that jersey's sick, bro." And you're like, "Thanks." He's like, so where'd you get it, buddy, as he's like, right, rubbing your like, back? Right, and it's like
1: you, you always uh, appreciate compliments, but like you don't want to feel uncomfortable. And th- it's just like, give me the compliment and go away. Yeah, you
0: got... Uh, can we say what, what happened here on the street?
1: Oh, when I got kissed by a man? Someone yeah. gave
0: a man gave you a little butchig. And for all the Armenian listeners out there, <laughs> kiss in Armenian is butchig. Yeah, I was wondering what the hell
1: that was. He saw you uh, out... If he was an Armenian gay guy, then he knew it was up. Right, and uh, so uh, yeah, I got kissed on the cheek by a gay man, and which is, I mean, I can't blame him. We were, we went to a gay bar. Oh yeah, we uh, yes, this was after a gay bar, right? Um, and in like the gay part of Chicago, there is a
0: place, and I'm pissed. We didn't know until after we left it. The area that we went to uh, was called Boys, Boys Town. Boys Town.
1: And it's like. Sign a, me up. Like,
0: right? <laughs> Cha
1: ching. Right. And uh, it's a gay part of town. And so. Uh, there's that, like a gay We was like Friday night, like late Friday night into Saturday. Right. So that would have been a perfect opportunity to lead into Saturdays right. for the boys. That would, we were in Boys Town when the clock struck midnight uh, on Friday. If so. we
0: We could have broken the internet and by that i mean like actually no no we our, our uh, the brunch twitter account followers have actually been really awesome so i was right, going to yeah. undersell it and say like the like six people who follow us forever but like you guys were active as fuck this weekend um so uh we could have broken the internet for those people at least if like at midnight we jumped up on the bar like doing <laughs> w- whatever sorts of ridiculous stances. Um, you did like a very dick heavy uh, fanny pack dance. Oh, which right. quick shout to fanny packs. We did fanny packs this weekend, and as as someone with bad thighs who can't put a lot of things in the pockets, a fanny pack is a g changer. Yeah, I uh, fanny packs get a bad rap.
1: They yeah. are had you done had,
0: had you. This was the first time I used a fanny pack in years, forever. Like, may, yeah,
1: maybe, maybe the first time ever. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, the the way you were saying it, it made you sound like,
1: well, like people shit on fanny packs.
0: Yeah, well,
1: they the, that's they shouldn't.
0: Uh, fanny packs, and I think that light wash jeans uh, should occasionally make a comeback. Though it's like a very, it's like a very loud '90s kind of look. But so
1: uh, it's like the, I guess. The, the similar comparison is like cargo shorts get a bad rap, and, right? And Brian was the, uh, the was all about cargo shorts all weekend, and I mean he seemed very happy about it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I somebody said I think it was you it was like every crew needs a cargo shorts guy. Yeah. Even if it's not you, like, yeah. You have a friend with a bunch of pockets. Yeah.
0: Don't be. He's like the. It's like you need a fall guy. Right. You need yeah. a cargo shorts guy and. If you can avoid a Fanny
1: pack guy. F- but here's the thing, you should want to be a fanny pack guy.. I, I, right. You don't want like, to have to keep going to somebody else's uh, fanny pack, right. when you need something. Fanny packs are awesome because you, you just reach right down,. Right. And it came up huge for me on Sunday because I wore a bathing suit on Sunday, yes, and it had no pockets. So the fanny pack literally saved me.
0: And if you get dogged, um, which I don't think we got dogged much for the fanny packs, but that's like again, you get you get mancarded, you pop them, you you clap right back with like says the guy who's not wearing a fanny pack. It like, right, says, like, says the guy who doesn't have an awesome fucking thing around their dick right now it's <laughs> It's awesome. Well, I it was like on it was like in front of my dick. If you put your cell phone in it, then right. like your
1: cell phone ends up like right. kind of when so like when I was doing the fanny pack uh, dick dance. Uh, yeah. it was like, there was a lot of stuff in it and it was a lot of hip thrusting. Yeah. So it was like sending the fanny pack bouncing on, on the dick. That's, uh,
0: so that's a new thing that also, uh, fanny pack, dick dance. Yeah. There's the, I don't know if we made a gif of it or just posted the video, but, uh, it was a video. I, I'm definitely going to make it a gif on Saturday <laughs> and tweet it at Feidelberg. Um, nice. by the way, the, the best Saturdays are for the boys that Feidelberg tweeted this week. Uh, someone did a GIF of Michael Scott doing the the little finger wiener thing, <laughs> the finger
1: wiener through the the dick hole in, yeah, the, in the jeans. Yeah, that was, was underutilized in the 2016. That's an underutilized
0: <laughs> move. When <laughs> I had a friend Ricky in uh, middle school, and he he wouldn't do the finger. You would do uh you do like a whole fist, and you would, <laughs> right. would go like, <laughs> he would, he would That's shoot. awesome. <laughs> that guy. I'll be friends but with that guy. Also, in general, we were doing uh, to tie back to how boys heavy the weekend was. We were doing a lot of like those like Ugh! like kind of uh, ridiculous sounds and stuff. So, so, so
1: like we were doing like a lot of bro satire. Yes, where it's like,
0: oh, sick dude! Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it was uh, fucking class. So that was your first uh, that was your first music first festival, music
1: festival. Uh, and like first time leaving the state of Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, yeah, what was uh what would you rank your top 3 performances of the weekend?
0: Very hard to do. Uh, I know that Haim is in there because I mean I've I've seen Haim a couple times before, but this was they had they always have like a shitload of energy, but they were like we know that we're gonna rock your faces off. They were like, like
1: turned on by Lollapalooza.
0: Yes, right, exactly. Well, that's why I love Heim. They are huge, huge music nerds. So they like they were saying that like they went to Lollapalooza as fans, and like they're from Chicago, they're, they're from uh, California. So right. they were like they were geeking the fuck out, and their new stuff, um,
1: their new stuff is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's. I'm very excited for that.
0: I know, and uh, supposedly they're finishing the album really soon, so that's going to bang. Um, I feel like I'd be doing so many people disservices by uh, leaving them out of the top three, but candidates for the top three. Uh, Fiddler, uh, I liked Radiohead set a lot more than than everyone else did, um, but I, I went into to Radiohead and Chili Peppers with just one song I wanted from each, like... uh, Chili Peppers obviously were going to play it because I wanted them to play Other Side and uh, Chili Peppers plays the hits Radiohead does not and I wanted them to play um, No Surprises and they did and that was like uh, I think I I tweeted after like my makeup is ruined that was like (laughs) fucking dope Uh, LCD sound system amazing, crushed Uh, M83 was really 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 good like I want to go see M83 now Um, Mike Snow I thought might sound kind of shitty uh just because I think their thing is making albums and not playing live, and I thought they were awesome live, so yeah. And I was r- obviously the like the moos and the mouths of the, the
1: world who I uh, I would see anytime. Right. Um, yeah, they were. So I thought uh, I was amazingly pleasantly surprised by Saint Lucia. Uh, yes, they were fucking amazing. Um, Didn't think that was going to happen right, either. Right, and uh, LCD Sound System was incredible yeah which is uh, uh, like in, i was like blown away by that which tells you that they played a fucking amazing show because i know like one song by lcd sound system and it was like a fucking experience for me to listen to that um and then uh oh jack garrett one, was sick too jack garrett was sick um but heim would be my round up my top three yeah uh but i will say that uh Moo, I was disappointed by her Lollapalooza performance, but we did go to the after show. Yeah. And the after show was fucking. I think that amazing. she's better
0: which is weird because uh like Lean On is like the ultimate like dance like song or festival an, right, song. Right? Exactly. But uh and like same with uh like final song or whatever, but seeing kamikaze. In like a tiny ass club because her after show was in like a pretty small. Ass it was place. almost like
1: a, it was almost, it almost felt like a, like a speakeasy. Like there was a bar in front and right. then it was like almost like a secret room in the back that she played in and everybody was so close.
0: Right. And she was like crowd surfing and right. dude, just going nuts. She's a fucking bad. If you haven't gotten to move yet, then you're fucking up. Uh, but yeah, uh, seeing kamikaze played in a dinky ass club was really, really fucking cool. Um, I, uh, yes, uh, that was the best musical, music festival I've been to. Four days is aggressive as fuck for a music
1: festival. It didn't feel too long for me.
0: Right. Well, the, the, the Cubs game, I think made it survivable that like, right. we we, n- we never it. felt we like it. we were like totally fucking dragging, but, um, yeah, it was fucking sick. And Chicago is unbelievable. We didn't eat, though. That was the only issue. We forgot to eat.
1: We No, we ate, but, like, we didn't well, get we to go kept, out like, and eat. Yeah. We had to eat at the festival, which, yeah. like, like, they had good food at the festival. wasn't that big of a deal. You got a fucking lobster thing at the festival. I got a lobster corn that was dog. Like, it was, that was pretty fucking good. Such a party move. I was like, uh, even if this sucks... I get to say that I you had a lobster story. corn dog. So I'm at Lollapalooza, and I'm eating a lobster corn dog, and this chick,
0: <laughs> she's walking right past me, and that's the end of that story. Um, yeah, I almost just had a take that would have uh, been really, really shitty and inappropriate. Um, well,
1: now you got to say it,
0: even if you cut it out. Uh, it was just going to be that um, if you're not wearing sunglasses at a music festival... And you just get like drunk, wandering eyes. Uh, then you, f- you forget that you're not wearing sunglasses, basically.
1: Right. That you get caught oogling.
0: Right. Yes, exactly. So a lot of men were very angry at me. <laughs> they were like, hey, pal. Eyes up here.
1: <laughs> eyes up here. My Harambe tank is up here. Buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a long time. It's always been hard to find the best deal for that game or show that you want to go to, and none of those older ticket sites want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. They've come along and they've created an amazing app and a website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets. Uh, We went to Wrigley this past weekend, and it was awesome. And SeatGeek hooked us up. So thank you very much to SeatGeek. They're always the first place we go to to look for uh, tickets to a game or concert. Uh, Just have the SeatGeek app on your phone, and it's super easy. Uh, Everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans. They do all the price comparisons for you. Uh, They search multiple ticket sites and ensure that you get the best possible deal. Uh, They do all the work, and you save all the time and money. They want to help you get the most bang for your buck, and that's why every SeatGeek uh, ticket is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Best of all, our listeners get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you got to do, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, click on add a promo code, enter promo code BRUNCH. BRUNCH, it's not section 10, it's promo code BRUNCH, all one word, Uh because that's usually two different words. Uh, SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your fir- first ticket purchase. Uh, so download the free SeatGeek app today and enter promo code BRUNCH for $20 off after your first purchase.
0: Merch update. Um, if anyone wants some of the like shit that I wore at uh, the festival, people asked, like, where can I get that? Like, I need that. Like, you look great. Like your arms are coming along uh your nose is a strength not a weakness um i don't think i can repeat a lot of those looks so i maybe i'll just give you guys this is like a are you like
1: a is this a game used Lollapalooza? right
0: yeah something like that like yeah if like i i don't know if i can like re-wear the like the taylor one or something um I'm that ge- would
1: be a, a brunch uh, collectible.
0: Right. Um, but I will say you're probably as likely to get that as you are to get any other of our merch. <laughs> right, uh, right, right. But, uh, again, we're just continuing to get more ideas. A brunch fanny pack would be
1: lit as fuck. Um, I actually... Uh, I So I wore brunch merch at Lollapalooza. You did? That's, I wore brunch socks. Yes, you debuted the brunch
0: socks, which are fucking fire did you i don't don't think think i
1: ever sent out an update and i really fucked up yeah you didn't really tease that you did that i didn't i didn't do an outfit outfit grid which i should have done Uh, ah shit i i did one outfit grid and
0: it was it's pretty dope because it was the t swift thing but um yeah you fucked up Mm -hmm. um send out do you have a picture on your phone right now
1: i do not right now uh Uh, but i will send them out I was gonna tomorrow. say
0: you could do like a tweet right now and see what the reaction was in real time.
1: No. We'll we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs>